Welcome to Yes, the Young Earth Science Podcast, where history, geology, biology, and philosophy support a young earth. Your host is Jay Hall, assistant math professor at Howard College with an MS in math and 53 credit hours in various fields of science. Can a frog turn into prince? Has a rose always been a rose? Or did roses evolve from simpler plant life? In 2014, Richard Dawkins declared his view on the fixity of fundamental types of life. Quote, Essentialism, what I've called the tyranny of the discontinuous mind, stems from Plato. Essentialism has been applied to living things, and Ernst Mayer blamed this for humanity's late discovery of evolution, as late as the 19th century. If, like Aristotle, you treat all flesh-and-blood rabbits as imperfect approximations to an ideal platonic rabbit, it won't occur to you that rabbits might have evolved from a non-rabbit ancestor, unquote. Essentialism teaches that primary structures of living things are relatively static and vary within limits. That is, giraffes, bats, and a platypus belong to unique essential types of life, or ETLs. Let's look at these zoological wonders in more detail. Giraffes have a special net of small blood vessels that protect their brain during extreme changes in blood pressure when they lean their head down to the ground. Some giraffes are 18 feet tall. No other animal can make that claim. Their neck vertebrae are connected with ball and socket joints, which enable rotation and flexibility. Giraffes communicate with sounds too low for humans to hear. Giraffes represent an ETL. Bats use echolocation, and some species can even see an ultraviolet. They use an amazing donut-shaped navigation system. Bats have five unique muscles within the skin that make up their wings and connect to their legs. The bat's hip joint is rotated 90 degrees compared to other mammals so that their legs go sideways. Surely, bats are not flying rats. A platypus has five X chromosomes and five Y chromosomes. They give milk for their young in a unique manner. They reproduce by laying eggs, and the male's hind leg spurs have poison. The beaver-tailed platypus has an electrosensitive bill, which helps it hunt. Evidently, the platypus belongs to a category all its own. Aristotle is well known for teaching biological essentialism, which is also known as typological essentialism. Dennis Walsh, writing in the British Journal of the Philosophy of Science, admits that, quote, typological essentialism is probably inimical to evolution, unquote. If cats and rats belong to fixed groups, which we call ETLs, then Darwin is wrong and they do not have a common ancestor. Andrew Stuhlman, psychology professor at Occidental, gave a talk at UCLA in 2011 on the topic of, quote, cognitive constraints on the understanding and acceptance of evolution, unquote. He named essentialism as a chief culprit in doubting Darwin. Children at an early age develop an essentialist view of the world and understand the intrinsic features of kangaroos and turtles. Children at a young age naturally come to accept biological essentialism. Even three-year-olds know that parents are like their offspring and that kids are like their mom and dad. Stolman makes it plain that essentialism and the microbes to mechanics view of biology are incompatible. Stephen Jay Gould pointedly understood that essentialism cannot mix with evolution. Quote, In Plato's world, variation is accidental while essences record a higher reality. In Darwin's reversal, we value variation as a defining and concrete earthly reality, unquote. If essentialism is true for life, we should expect genetic evidence of this. Orphan genes are unique to certain organisms 
and no similar genes have been found in supposedly related animals or plants. That is, no parent genes can be found. For example, 52% of the proteins of the leafcutter ant are unique to itself among the expressed proteins. Dietard Touts and Tomislav Domaset Losho willingly admit in their entry in the journal Nature, quote, Gene evolution has long been thought to be primarily driven by duplication and rearrangement mechanisms. However, every evolutionary lineage harbors orphan genes that lack homologs in other lineages and whose evolutionary origin is only poorly understood, unquote. This is exactly what we would expect if life is made up of essential types of life, or ETLs. In contrast, the reality of orphan genes seems to contradict Darwinism. Orphan genes give us a clue on determining the limits of ETLs. There is a relational criteria as well, interbreeding. Consider these fantastic hybrids. Ligers, a lion-tiger cross, zorses, a zebra-horse mix, growler bears, a grizzly-polar bear hybrid, wolfens, the offspring of a killer whale, and a dolphin. Savannah cats, a domestic cat mixed with a feral African cat. Interestingly, savannah cats can be trained. Commas, a hybrid from camels and llamas. Beefaloes, a cattle bison mix. Yakows, a yak cow cross. You can even cross a sheep and a goat. A chicken turkey hybrid is also possible. Amazingly, narwhals, which have a long tusk, and beluga whales can hybridize. So if two organisms can produce a hybrid, this indicates that they are part of the same ETL. Kangaroos and turtles do not produce hybrids. Although controversial, biological essentialism is trending. Writing in the journal Philosophy of Science, distinguished professor Michael Devitt rightly claims that, quote, structural explanations in biology demand that kinds have essential intrinsic properties, unquote. If essentialism is true, then there is no universal common ancestor. There is no ultimate genealogy connecting all living things. Trilobites, ammonites, and birds have been around from the start and did not arise from a shared great-great-grandparent. That is, they all existed during the Cambrian. Was there something unusual about the disasters during Cambrian times that only buried trilobites and not ammonites? This does not seem reasonable. Were the catastrophes during the Devonian especially directed at ammonites? If all ETLs existed from time zero, then it makes sense that most of the rock record is part of a singular epoch of rapid geologic activity, or surga. The fossil order is due to ecological and other factors. The fossil sequence is not evidence for transformational changes of life over time. Just consider the lack of intermediate forms or missing links. Birds are found late in the fossil record. This is exactly what we'd expect if most of the sediment represent a massive global cataclysm. Birds can fly away from a hypercane. Georges Cuvier, the father of paleontology, was an essentialist and a catastrophist, and thus he rejected evolution. The pioneer geologist James Hutton promoted the abyss of time, yet he held to biological essentialism. He failed to see how ETLs lead to a young Earth. Since essentialism leads to a vastly condensed geological timescale, could our cherished radiometric dating methods be flawed? There is a close connection between biological essentialism challenging the standard geological timescale and young earth science, or yes. Could the earth be thousands of years old? Go to the Young Earth Science blog for July of 2015 for evidence that history supports a youthful world. A young earth is consistent with ETLs, but is toxic for Darwinism. Thanks for listening to Yes, the Young Earth Science Podcast. Our email address is youngearthscience at yahoo.com. 
To find my new book, Yes, Young Earth Science, just search Yes, Jay Hall on Google or Amazon. Go to youngearthsciencebook.com for the latest in Young Earth news. Connect to us on Facebook and Twitter through our website. 